episode 46 of Griff's Brain Dub is me, Griff, obviously, um, I can't actually, I shouldn't really be doing that noise at, at the start, <clears throat> because I'm just getting my voice back, um, yes, yeah, so I've just come back from Malaysia, so why, why, was, why was the podcast delayed, why did you lose your voice, Darren, were you ill, nope, nope, I just drank myself into oblivion, uh, when I was in Malaysia, out there for six nights, and I slept in total probably for about 18 hours of those (laughs) those six nights, Um, absolutely abused my body, Um, why, because you just take your body for granted, don't you, in this day and age of all plastic surgery and the advances of technology, I'll just get a new body, it's alright, liver failure, get a new liver. Hey, collapsed lung. Oh, inflate that. Decapitated. Yeah, head transplant. That that's happened now. Actually, has that happened? Because I remember seeing on the news where they're gonna do the first head transplant. I'm not sure if they did it. But it isn't really a head transplant, is it? If um, if it's because it's got to be the brain of the person. It's really a body, full body transplant. If, yeah, if you put my head to someone else's body then you've given me a new body because me's my brain right no I think that's fair no does that make any sense if you, yeah uh, no, you, yeah it's a, it's a body transplant but um yeah man that's uh well this podcast is late lost my voice and um I couldn't talk yesterday because um my mouth was anaesthetized because I managed to lose a tooth when I was in, <laughs> I was in Malaysia. I say, um, that's how you party, people. You got, you got party hard. Like if you're coming home with all your body intact, and did you even go out? Like what's wrong with you? Some people lose a shoe, cool. Some people lose like a glove, all right. See, I lost a tooth. They weren't a real tooth, so it's fine. I actually lost a crown um, that, for a root canal I had when I was 18. I remember getting the root canal. It was one of those things where I didn't necessarily need it straight away. But then, because I was 18, it's still a, a sixth form. The the procedure was free. So I just said, yeah, give me a root canal now. Because I saw how much one would cost. And I was like, yeah, I want one now. But then I forgot. Fuck's sake, that's my alarm again. Love doing that thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute, let me sort this out. Wait, I want to sit in my car with my lights off. There you go. Let's do that. Cool. Right, sorry. What was I saying? Yes, so I remembered um, how, how much... Oh, the light at the back's on as well. I just want to need lights on the car. It makes you look like a weirdo. Sat in my car at night. I mean, I know it's weird sat in my car at night, but, you know, just let me live in it. There you go. The light's gone off. Good. Fuck. Anyway, I remember how much one cost when I was uh, when I was younger. And I thought, right, let me get it done before I turn 19. I have to pay full whack for this. 
but then I forgot in that time. And um, yeah, they are bloody expensive because what what happened was I was on a plane um, to KL. Well, just got on it. It was delayed because apparently 75 items of luggage had not reached the plane yet. So that would have been good. But I'm happy they noticed that before uh, we took off. But I was sat on a plane eating a wine gum. Just a harmless wine gum. I think it was a red one. You know, everyone's favourite. Red or black. That's everyone's favourite wine gum. So I just chewed into it and then pop. Just felt something hard in my mouth. And I was like, what? What's that? What's that? What's that in my mouth? Wine gums are hard. And I, was, I just felt a kind of rush of air. I was like, what is that? Licked. That I licked it. I was like, that feels like a tooth. That I licked where my tooth should have been. I was like, that feels like a hole. <laughs> and yeah, so my my, uh, my crown came off my my root canal. Oh, my car's auto-locked again. This alarm's going to go off again, isn't it? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm so nervous this alarm's going to go off again. How do I manage to do this in the week when on the Sundays? I was sitting in my car unlocked. Allow me in it. Let me just, just let me sit in my car, bruv. Anyway, maybe I need to switch the engine on at like a really low sound. This car's not respecting the narrative flow. I'm trying to tell a story. This car's going on like fucking Night Rider, going on like Kit. What they saying about you? Right, let, me, let me just put the engine on. So, so it doesn't go all weird. Turn the fans down. If I can kill the lights. How about we do that? How about we just... There you go. Just kill the lights there. And yeah, there you go. Now don't look so weird. We just got the engine running in the background. Which seems like very unnecessary for what I'm doing. <laughs> There's so much... So much dedication to not sit in my house and do this. But, what the fuck was I saying? Yeah, so the tooth came out on the plane, man. And um, almost swallowed it. Didn't. Rescued it. So I didn't know what to do. Obviously, what a hole where the root canal is. And just the remnants of my old tooth, which the root canal, which the crown's attached to. So I was just there going, all right, all right let me try and put this back in. Sit back in fine. Because, alright, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Because I don't want to go to a fucking Malaysian dentist. I have got nothing, nothing against. I'm not racist. I'm not racist, alright? I'm a mate, is Malaysian. But it's not the UK. You don't want to go to a fucking doctor somewhere that's not in the country you're from. You don't. The, the NHS here, you can get stuff done in emergency. I don't know how much it's going to cost. I don't know how qualified the people are. Uh, I just don't want to do it. Didn't want to do it. So, I'm, so all through this trip now, my flipping tooth just kept on popping out. My flipping tooth kept on popping out, and I had to keep on uh, just putting it back in. Popping out, put it back in. Pop out, put it back in. Um, each time I got too excited and chewed on the left side of my mouth. Um, but yeah, but I kept it in. Kept in all trip. Pop out, managed to put it back in. Until the very last thing I ate. Right, on the Saturday night slash Sunday morning. 
got brutally drunk and um, eating a KFC. In the KFC, and I'm just tearing this piece of chicken apart. There's no regards, just chew, chew, tear, tear. And then suddenly I feel my mouth. I'm like, wait a minute, where has the tooth gone? And then think, wait, I've got no food in my mouth. It's like, I have drunkenly swallowed my own tooth. So I thought, ah, well, it was, I had a good run. You know, I have to get a new tooth on the back in the UK. So I get back to UK now and I'm just looking for, you know, private dentists or just any dentist that's local to my workplace. I can just get this fixed straight away. So I just want this done. I don't want this hole in my mouth. I don't know if this is, uh, I don't know what it actually looks like up there. If it's a good thing or a bad thing that I've got a hole there. If I can survive without it. Um, then, yeah, I was looking, looking, looking. And, um, I, I googled the price of, of a bloody crown. And the crown costs about, well, they start from about £350. Going up to about £650. That's just the crown itself. So I started googling, going, what happens when you swallow your crown? And they said, well, you've got three options for recovery. You either vomit straight away. I was like, okay, can't do that. Second one is actually wait for it to pass through the other end and sift through. And I was like, nope, not going to do that. And the third one is just like, leave it and get a new crown. And I was like, um, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to do that one. And I googled more prices. Um, so that £300 is just the crown itself. The actual procedure to get it done, it's just going up and up and up. Almost high enough to make me sift through my own shit. And I was thinking about it. I was, I was thinking about it. And then I thought, what will happen once I recover the tooth? It's like, fine, I've saved the cost. But then I have to actually put that tooth back in my mouth. Do I want to do that? Do I want to put my... Do I want to put a shitty tooth back in my mouth? No. No, not, not really. No, so I got... Any money, any cost saved would be completely negated by me knowing I've got a shitty tooth in my mouth. So, got myself to the dentist last night, um, got checked out, had the x-ray and stuff, and actually said, oh, the the root canal's actually become infected. Uh, Not massively infected, just tiny infected. And my dentist, she said, oh, I'm not sure if it's more infected than last time or it's actually constant and you're actually all right. But I suggest you get another root canal and redo the procedure. So I don't want to say how much exactly I'm going to have to pay for for everything. But here's everything that's going to be happening. I've had the root canal redone. Got a temporary filling. And then I'm going to have to have the second part of the root canal done. Then a post because the part of my tooth that's remaining isn't big enough to attach a crown to post and then have the crown designed and fitted and then actually have, so have um, designed and, um, and measured and then get the crown fitted. So all of that um, is going to have to happen. So I can't say how much it is because it hurts to say, but 
let's put it like this. If I had kids, um, I'll turn Christmas cancelled. And I'll, I'll just, yeah. I might have to rely on Santa. I'll make Santa the bad guy. I'll be like, hey, kids, um, I'm not sure Santa's going to get you a lot this year. Why is that, Dad? Well, you're both kind of shit. Not going to lie. I mean, I love you, but... Oh, Santa is not impressed. <laughs> it, uh, it's not great. It's not great I'm spending that much money, but it's it's your health, and you can't take the piss with your health. I was on, she listed like, the options of the payment, um, the procedure options. So I was like, ah, yeah, that's expensive. That's more expensive. Yeah, that's even more expensive. Yeah, that's, okay, that's less expensive. Well, that's super expensive. No, I don't want that one. All right, seems I'm going to have to pay some money. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I had to just, uh, I had to just, you know, I just swallowed the bullet. I swallowed the bullet and just, uh, I just had to pay. Swallowed the bullet like I swallowed my tooth. <laughs> so, right, so that is, uh, that's the two story. That's why I couldn't talk yesterday. Um, half my mouth was in these times. I couldn't pronounce like B's, um, um, uh, P's, B's, anything that involves my lips coming together. I couldn't. Any pulsive sounds I couldn't make with like, a messed up lip. So, yeah, weren't happening. Weren't happening. But I'm here now. So, what I do in Malaysia, yes, as some of you who listen to the podcast will know. I was with work and we was doing this song and dance thing. And do you know what? We did all right. It's not ranked uh, and we didn't win. Because when I came back to work today, I was like, oh, where do you guys finish? Where did you place? I was like, no, we, we just didn't win. I was like, oh, right. I said, no second or third. I go, no. And that's exactly how life is, really. Did you win? No. We, I came. I don't care. You didn't come first. No, but I came second. I was really... No. Still not first though, is it? You can come second and be really close. You can come second and be really far away. Guess what? You didn't win. You didn't win. So, what are you talking about? Why are you telling me your story? No one wants to lose this story. Second place equals first loser. Everyone knows that. But no, it was a good trip. It was fun. Um, and just like a really insightful trip on how human beings work, really. Just from before getting on the plane. Um, like, uh, oh, all right, all right. So I was just licking, licking my tooth. So um, <laughs> before we got on the plane, just the apprehension people had about being sat near babies. One of my workmates, she was going, oh, I just can't stand being sat near babies. And I was like, I don't mind. I said before, Rage, I think I've said on this podcast before, being near a baby on a plane is not a big deal to me because... A plane is not quiet anyway. It just isn't. It's a noisy machine. So you, you, a baby crying next to you is not gonna it's not gonna kill you. It really isn't. So I can cope with a baby sat next to me. However, I've never actually had a baby sat next to me on a plane. So I don't. Maybe because the universe knows I'm not bothered by it, it doesn't throw it my way. Maybe it's that. But yeah, she was really bothered by that. And guess what? She was sat between two babies. <laughs> ah, take that. But um, right now I got on the plane and 
did my little good deed on the plane and um, someone sat in my chair. And not gonna lie, when someone sat in my chair and I need to ask them to move, the first thing that comes to my mind is like Final Destination. <laughs> so I was like, ah, maybe if I do swap chairs, this is me avoiding my imminent death. If I just sit in their chair. So yeah, it's person sat there and I, I let them sit in their chair. That was my good deed of the trip. That was me thinking, let's get some good energy on this plane. There's a child sat with his dad. And I go, oh, where, where, where's your, that's my seat you're in. Where, where are you meant to be sat? And you can see them all like, he's like the dad. Dad doesn't even ask me, oh, do you mind? He goes, he just looks at his son. The son's about six and go, kind of looks at him going, all right, mate, you got to get up now. Like, he's just, where I sat was far from his dad. He was like, sat directly behind his mum, but a different part to his dad. And the guy just didn't want to negotiate with me. He just went straight to, all right, son, yeah, go. So I was like, no, no, whoa, whoa, no, don't, no, don't, don't kick your son out of the seat. I just want to know where he's meant to sit, and I'll sit in that chair. No problem. I said, like, okay, cool. They said, like, thank you so much. Thank you, you're so nice. Like, it's cool, no problem. You know, I'll sit in my chair, pull out the wine gums, then my tooth fucking comes out. Now, I'm not going to say if I sat in my original seat, this wouldn't have happened, but I feel like just sequence of events may have gone differently. That's all I'm saying. But, um, but while other people are apprehensive about babies on planes, I was most apprehensive on uh, about... Oh, that's what I'm say as well. Oh, well, I did move to my new seat. Guess what? Fucking USB port wasn't fucking working so I couldn't charge my phone to play football manager on the trip and also uh, my headphones headphone port wasn't working properly either so this is within what half an hour of the, and the plane hasn't even taken off right USB isn't working headphones are shit lost a tooth and so the worst thing about these two I can't even finish the packet of wine gums Literally lost all trust in my teeth. You know, know how vulnerable you feel losing trust in your teeth. It's not a good place to be. But, um, no. no. I thought, fuck it, I'm going to go on this plane. And I'm going to drink myself to sleep. But that's my apprehension. It's Malaysian Airlines, Malaysia's an Islamic country. Are they going to serve alcohol on the plane? That was answered pretty quickly. Within like 15 minutes of the plane taking off, someone was rolling a trolley. Going, Beer? Beer? Wine? Beer? I was like, sweet. You lot are top people. Nice one. You know, because I, I need something to help me sleep. So I, so I need alcohol to help me sleep. I'm not taking pills. And I'm on the plane, so I can't have a wank. <laughs> Man, just leaning up next to the person. person next to you, you're just full-blown watching some porn you downloaded. Yeah, you got the courtesy, though, so you've used a complimentary blanket. That the airlines provided to cover your junk. How <laughs> do you even complain about that? Press the little button for the stewardess to come over. Is there a problem, sir? Yeah. Mate, he next to me is having a wank. Uh, no, I'm just trying to get to sleep, that's all. <laughs> but no. Um, plain food was alright, though. On the flight out. Um, can't complain about the plain food. But what I will complain is their description of the food. 
So Malaysian food is nice, but I don't think they understand what the main event is and what the kind of, you know, under, the undercard is. Bangers and mash. Partnership? No. Bangers, main event, mash, undercard. You know this. Spaghetti bolognese. Main event, mince, undercard, spaghetti. I know you can't have one without the other because it's not spaghetti bolognese, but come on. Kind of get my drift, yeah? Fish and chips. Main event, fish. Undercard, chips. Know it. We know this. So, when you're presenting the options, you know, of what to have for breakfast, don't say, oh, you can either have rice or egg. And I was like, oh, well, don't fancy just eating rice. So, I'll take the egg because it's breakfast. So, when my egg comes, I open it up. Uh, the egg dish actually has sausage. It's a chicken sausage. Hash browns. And tomatoes. Well, the egg isn't the main event here. Like, oh, it's a major character in this in this play. That is called breakfast. But it's it's not the leading role. And then when matey boy next to me opens his rice dish, what does he have? Flipping chicken curry. And rice. Look, you can't be advertising curry as rice. The main event is the curry bit. I know, it just annoyed me. Makes I was jealous. And I was I kind of hated the guy next to me as well. He was a bit annoying. I'm not sure if I was just agitated because I lost my tooth. Or no, you know you get some people on a plane and they take their shoes off. Cool. Socks on, comfortable. But some people will take their socks off. This guy had his bare feet out. Just ah. Ah, it's just gross. Dirty plane, bare feet out, rested on the back of people's armbreasts. And his foot was like about five centimetres away from my water bottle, so I, I just threw that water away. This idea of someone's foot being that near my drink, it's just, it just made me feel sick. But I'll tell you what also made me feel sick. Buddy, durian, that's Malaysia's national fruit. Yeah, oh, guess what I've just seen. Ha <laughs> ha! Just seen my flatmate with her, with her boo. I see. Now I've seen his face. This guy he comes over to our, to our flat. Never seen the guy. Until now. But he talks fucking loud. Really loud in the flat, man. Obnoxiously so. So it's 11 o'clock and I'll just be trying to go to sleep. And he's just there just cracking up. Laughing. But do you know what? They're young. Let them enjoy themselves. I'm not mad at them. Just... Keep it down, kids. What? But, oh, I can't remember what I was saying about the guy with his feet there. Um, what was I saying about this guy with his feet? I can't remember. But, he's just an annoying guy. Had his feet out. His dirty feet out, man. And it was really focused. The guy, he was sat in the middle. And the guy sat on the other side of him. Um, I could hear them talking. And the guy on the other side of me, he was just making a polite conversation. And he said, oh, so where are you from? Where are you flying to? Find home? Blah, 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 blah. You know, all that usual stuff that people ask. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, they asked me to fly home. They goes, oh, where about you from? He goes, yeah, you went to, I went to university in Reading. And guys, like, oh, cool, yeah. Um, so you what, you, you fly back to Kel for the, for the winter break? He goes, yeah, I'll be coming back. I go, yeah, I live near Reading. 
the guy goes, oh, oh, I may see you there then. And he got out his phone to take the guy's number. And I was like, oh, mate, you see, this happens. You make small talk. Not everyone understands it. Not everyone understands your small talk. And there you go. Now you've got a guy who's going to come around your house and eat your food. Because he didn't quite understand that you said, I may see you there. Which was, yes, I may see you in passing. Not, yes, I am going to, I endeavour to see you around Reading. No, it's just, I may see you in passing. But it's hilarious how this guy has misread it. And, yeah, because the guy is so British, and the other guy is so Malaysian, it's like he, he, the British guy felt too awkward to tell the Malaysian guy it's just an expression. And gave him his number. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I'll, I'll just start talking about his plane too much um so i need to google why you have to switch your phone onto airplane mode you'll actually switch your phone off when you're landing no, i guess it must interfere with the signal even if it's an airplane mode though i don't know i don't know but this oh yeah but Major's um it's cool i had the national fruit which is a durian if you haven't tried it before you have to try it it's not delicious. It's probably one of the worst things I've ever eaten in my life. Um, the fact that it's a fruit, I just think God fucked up. If God exists, he fucked up there. Or he didn't and humans fucked up by thinking it's a fruit. It's got, it's got one of those because this thing is disgusting. It tastes like, um, like onions. Imagine a fruit that tastes like onions. And it's spiky on the outside, but also tells me for evolutionary purposes, this thing's not meant to be eaten. It was foul. It tastes like creamy onions. I almost threw up on a colleague's back eating it. It's <laughs> it is horrible. Absolutely horrible, man. But it's cool. It's cool, it's cool. But um well, so I work for a property company, so we was looking at the developments they've got over there. And they're, they're, they're impressive. But what is upsetting, like, every time you live in London and you go outside of London, you find out how much property costs. Four-bedroom house, all four bedrooms en suite, right? How much for this house? 180 grand. 180 grand. Why haven't we had the pool in the garden? Fuck's sake. 24, all year sunshine? Fuck's sake. Yeah, so, yeah. You see shit like that, you go, why live in London? So, um, I, I, I was always certain I was never, I'm not going to live in London because it just costs too much. But even living down south, like, why can't I just leave the south of England, just fuck it all off and just leave in, like, Leeds, Newcastle, buy a five-bedroom house for, like, a packet of cigarettes? That's what I need to do. But I can't. I can't. Can't leave it. Can't do it. But, yeah, this week has just been a really long bender, though. That's what it was. Um, it's just like, it, throughout the day, we were just doing lots of stuff, viewing properties, um, just just being like guests, being treated like super well, and then just drinking in the evening. Oh, guys, I had this drink, right, which I later found out is an actual drink in Malaysia. I thought it was just one club trying to be different. But I have a drink called The Graveyard. In this drink is 
rum, whiskey, vodka, gin, brandy, tequila, and the mixer, stout. The mixer is stout. (laughs) Fucking Guinness as your mixer. I'll tell you what, it doesn't taste great. But it doesn't taste half as bad as you would expect that drink to taste. Uh, I've drank it. I drank three on the trip. I did drink three in one night because I'd be dead. I probably, yeah, I would have lost more than a tooth. I drank that. But it, yeah, the, it was just it was a fun night, man. It was fun a week. Um, downsides. After doing that, went to karaoke one night, which was fun. Um, you know, you know, you got the list of songs that are coming up, so you gotta understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm a black guy working a professional firm. I mean, not a lot of my colleagues are black. You know, you're doing karaoke and you're looking through the karaoke list and you see one of the songs selected, 15 songs down, is Kanye West Gold Digger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hands start getting a bit sweaty, just like, all right, now. I'm going to be in a room full of about 15 white people. And they've all been drinking. And this song is fucking rhythmic. (laughs) As of this image of... Do you see even though two ways... Well, we can can more than than two ways, but... Either they're all going to sing it, or not give a fuck... Either they're going to sing it and some will give a fuck and some will look at me as as the word nigger is just screamed across the room. Um, some, some, yeah, some might even, yeah, they'd be just mad. Or some will just like not say it and say this song should come off. Some, also, or they're all going to just like, you know, in a miraculous way, all just have a little bit of racial awareness and not sing the N-word as it comes up. What do you think would happen? So I thought, do what? I don't even want to deal with this situation. It's going to annoy me too much. So I just deleted the song. <laughs> I thought, this is 15 songs down. They're drunk. They won't know I deleted it. And I think that'd be the best way. Um... I think that would just be the best way to deal with it. So that, that's how I avoided that racially awkward situation. Um, I need to go out later on in the night. And um, I was having a great time. Oh, I, I was a great time. And then um, one of the... Oh, I won't say who they are or describe them. But the person was white. She was white. She was dancing. And she, was, she was twerking, in air quotes. And... Um, I laughed, but there was a lot of black guys in the club, and she's a pretty girl. A lot of black guys in the club, so they all swarmed towards her um, as she was twerking, uh, in air quotes. And I, then she turned around and saw me. I, I came and work with each other. So that's why she spoke to me. She turned around and saw me, and I laughed. And then um, I just kind of shook my head as if to say, like, you're an idiot, but this is funny what you're doing. For her to say, ah, well, you know, 
She goes, I should have been a black girl. And I was like, well, no. Because it's kind of more to being a black girl than twerking, but um, it is four in the morning and we're all drunk, so this probably isn't the time for a racial awareness course presented by me. And... <laughs> And then, then to top it off, I thought, you're not going to say anything more stupid than that. She went, yeah, my husband's South African. I was like, but I know he's a white South African. Like, so, so to say that's your reason why you can twerk is because you're a blonde girl married to a white South African. I, and that's the reason why you should be black. I mean, I don't even understand that. That probably wouldn't work out too well for you if you were black. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not to say all white South Africans are are racist. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I assume that they are. <laughs> but no, it's all good. It was a good trip. Um, Happy to be back. Not because I dislike Malaysia. I love Malaysia. Um, but I just wanted to be back. Just chill out and relax. And I was meant to be doing an interview with Climax Radio today. This is the second time it's been cancelled. Uh, just because their studio's messed up. So, um, yeah. So I'll have to wait for them to get their studio sorted. And then I'll have that interview. But until then, I will now re-enter my house and relax actually i might go out and pick up some more food because i'm kind of hungry still and um yeah i'm gonna relax for the evening tidy up my room for a bit and chill out and yeah guys so that's the end of the podcast that's the explanation why there was a late podcast and why i couldn't talk because my mouth was anesthetized and i'd lost a tooth and also my voice but i'm here now and um okay i'm all right I'm all right. I hope you're all right. The next podcast will be Christmas Eve. Um, and I will be sober because I can't drink because I'm on fucking antibiotics because of this fucking tooth. This hole in my mouth that they've had to cover up. So no boozing for me for this week. Silly week. Silly season. This is the home straight towards Christmas. And um, I can't drink. Got my work party on Wednesday. Can't drink. Few mates birthdays can't drink, Christmas Eve can't drink, massive gig on the twenty third. Uh with Judy Love, um Love for the Ink, White Yardy, uh Wilty Robo Slim and Dizzle will be hosting it and I cannot drink. I know I'll be first on, if not second, so I'd love to just got got on it after that, but I can't. And they always treat me so nicely at this venue. They always provide drink, but can't do it. Can't do it. So I guess I'm just going to have to soberly enjoy the comedy, maybe learn something. All right, so that's the end of the podcast. Um, yeah, so catch you later. Have a good week, people. Peace.